This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 759, The Danger of Convenience, by David Kane of raptitude.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I simply narrate blogs for you, sometimes books, but in any case, always with permission from the authors. And this episode of Optimal Living Daily is brought to you by Aptive. Aptive produces audio-based workouts created by certified personal trainers available through a mobile app. New members get 50% off an annual membership. Visit aptive.com slash OLD. That's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com slash OLD. Now let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. The Danger of Convenience by David Kane of raptitude.com. The other day I saw an ad for Google Home, which even five years ago could have passed for their annual April Fool's joke. A woman is getting comfortable on a couch as a friendly voiceover relates a supposedly common dilemma. You know when you've got Chinese takeout on your chest and the blanket around your feet, and then you realize the remote is on the other side of the couch? Just say, hey Google, play Stranger Things. I appreciate ease and convenience, and Stranger Things, as much as anyone else. We should be grateful to have access to ingenious devices that relieve us from having to do laundry in a stream, heat water by the pot load over a fire, and other laborious, dangerous, and time-consuming tasks. But when we're also employing futuristic devices to do the easiest imaginable things, we're probably making our lives worse. How convenient do we want things to be, really? Would we eliminate all bodily movement if it were possible? If a remote control sitting on the far arm of the couch has become a dilemma we want technology to solve for us, we may be heading straight into the realm of WALL-E or a similar dystopia. Convenience tech as a way of giving ourselves a fish, so to speak, at any cost. The more we rely on technologies to stand in for our own abilities, for what our brains and bodies know how to do, the worse we get at using those brains and bodies on their own. We should be familiar with this idea already. We saw the rise of the automobile sap our willingness and eventually our ability to walk anywhere, especially after we started designing cities that don't work without cars. The global food system, as efficient as it is, helped billions of people forget how to produce and even cook our own food. Today, human beings are rapidly losing the ability to navigate a city without the aid of GPS satellites, which is to say we need a network of spaceships to do what once only required a paper map. To be clear, these kinds of trade-offs can be worth it. If we're saving a huge workload, such as with laundry machines, the inevitable loss of washboard skills throughout a society might not be so terrible. But the cost of a new convenience can be much higher than that, and the reward smaller. We should certainly be wary of what it will cost us to become unaccustomed to reaching for objects more than three feet away. It's easy to forget that the remote control, the same device taunting the lady in the ad from two couch cushions distant, was a dangerously convenient invention in its own right. In the 1980s, it allowed us quite suddenly to consume hours of television across multiple channels without having to resort to bipedality, a much, much older development, but also a much more valuable one. The remote made it 50 times easier to change the channel and simultaneously 50 times harder not to watch too much TV. A whole new mode of sedentary, passive living became not only possible, but pervasive. It made the simple act of standing up and doing something else into a much more psychologically demanding feat than ever before. Convenient or not, it's hard to say the rise of the remote control has been a wholly positive development for our species. 
Now the convenience level is reaching new heights of absurdity and it'll make possible new levels of sedentariness and tech dependency. This isn't a matter of moral judgment. Everyone wants a different lifestyle and I don't begrudge anyone theirs. But I think it's easy to overlook the downsides of the conveniences we adopt. I can't be the only one who wants it to be less easy to plug my mind into a screen for three hours. Bring back the clunky old knobs. It never quite seems like it, but a new convenience device is always a trade-off between personal ability and technological ability. As the technology makes one thing easier, the personal skills and qualities required for the old manual way start to dull and die off. Those qualities, which include things like initiative, patience, awareness, problem solving, and the simple willingness to use one's body, didn't become obsolete along with the channel knob or the written letter. They just became less well-developed across the whole population. We are certainly worse at simply getting through our day without being entertained, and nobody could argue that's a good thing. In 1988, the notion of watching a movie while waiting for a bus would have been unthinkable. Today, it's becoming increasingly unthinkable to spend any time waiting without electronic entertainment. It's not all or nothing, but to the extent that we use a device to circumvent the need for patience or any other human quality, the less we develop that quality and the more we need the device. Between those two capabilities, watching movies almost anywhere you like and waiting patiently almost anywhere you like, which one would you rather lose? The internal one or the external one? We can assume that behind almost every new technologically endowed superpower we accept, at least one unpurchasable skill or attribute is slowly withering and it isn't necessarily a quality we no longer need. For example, New technologies have greatly reduced the need to use our bodies at work in both blue and white-collar sectors. This change has many worthwhile upsides, of course, but depending on the type of work, it can leave our bodies so underused that it's common to go right from a workplace to a gymnasium just to add another hour of economically unproductive work running in place on treadmills and lifting dead pieces of iron. We're making up for a known deficiency created by otherwise helpful technologies even though staying strong and active never lost any value. It just became easier and easier to neglect. New inventions never simply add ease to what we're already doing. They provide ease in one area, usually a very specific one, at the cost of slowly starving any personal skills, often broadly applicable ones, that the old way used to keep sharp. The easier the tasks we're sparing ourselves, the higher we're holding convenience over self-reliance, and the more helpless we become without our tech. Using a chainsaw to replace hours of axe work is probably a sensible trade-off, but using voice-activated software to spare us from moving our arms is probably not. I don't know what I want for Christmas, but it'd be great if it made me better at some fundamental human quality instead of worse. But that would make me impossible to shop for. You just listened to the post titled The Danger of Convenience by David Kane of raptitude.com. Thank you again to Aptiv for sponsoring this episode. Aptiv produces audio-based workouts created by certified personal trainers available through a mobile app. They have expert trainers for maximum results and motivation, plus a flexible audio workout format so you can work out the way you like. And what's really cool is that they have a variety of classes and levels to help keep you engaged over time and ranges all the way from beginner to advanced with more than 2,500 workouts available plus 30 or more new classes being added every week. There's always something new to try if you want. You can simply pick the type of guidance you're feeling up for that day. And this includes mental fitness too. I checked out their meditation courses and they're really good. 
For me, it's nice to have that guided meditation because it can be really difficult to sit in silence, especially if you're new to it. They also have a supportive community full of active members for all levels reaching for their fitness goals, just like you. Subscriptions start at $14.99 billed monthly or $99.99 for an annual membership. But for a limited time, new members get 50% off an annual membership, which is just $49.99 for the whole year of unlimited workouts. That's huge savings. Just visit aptive.com slash old. That's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com slash O-L-D. All right, have a happy Monday. Great start to your week. And I'll be back tomorrow with the start of a two-part post from Leo Babauta on why we don't stick to things and how to fix that. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.